I remember in that moment, because sometimes you like remember the moment, like that moment for me, I decided that I needed to be perfect. And I also couldn't show my true emotions and feelings. And in that moment, I also decided every male was going to do those things that my dad did to my mom, which was cheat. You're listening to What's the Lesson, a podcast that inspires girls and those that love them to grow in their knowledge, skills, and abilities while working towards becoming the most confident version of themselves. We're your hosts, Jill and Mary, once corporate leaders and entrepreneurs turned confidence coaches who are obsessed with raising the next generation of female leaders. We're the founders of Girls Mentorship, a personal growth and development company for teen and tween girls. We're here to give them the tools to be resilient, problem solvers, and to simply be good people. Everything we wish we had access to at their age. We'll be sitting down with versatile guests to talk about things like how to manage expectations, bounce back from failure, even strategies to break up with a toxic relationship. We want this community to lift one another up. So starting right now, you get to practice reaching your hand back and bringing other girls along for the ride. Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast, podcast fam. Hi, everyone. We gotta get our podcasting voices ready before <laughs> we get on because there is a certain like, you know, cadence you have to keep. Right. It's, and you have to, I mean, you can't just go into it. You have to get take in the, a big deep breath. You gotta get in the mindset. You gotta <laughs> take a deep breath. And before, I, I wish you could hear kind of what it sounds like, the banter between us <laughs> before, we, before we press record, because it's always like, okay, you go, I you go. Ready? Okay, Are ready? you going to do it? I'm going to do a big deep breath. <laughs> Did you plug in the microphone? All the steps. Um, we're excited to talk to you guys today about um, a random question. Mary, I have to just paint the, the picture for you guys. Mary, for like who Mary is for us in this business she really is the mastermind, the brilliant mind behind a lot of our ideas, specifically social media. Um, she has really taken the role of growing our platforms. I say is platforms because we're trying out being a part of different platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. We've done Clubhouse. I mean, literally, we've done We've done it all. Clubhouse. Join this social platform <laughs> or get left behind. And that's what we said. Okay, okay, let's do it. But look who kind of got left behind because you don't really hear about Clubhouse anymore that's, now, do you? That's true. So we do try to take social media with a grain of salt and decipher which one will be good for us and which one won't. But there's the, you know, it's like the S&P 500. <laughs> Which stocks do I want? There uh, are certain social 100%. media platforms that you want to pour your time into. Yeah. So. so what's cool about Mary is she loves to learn. She loves to research. She's very on top of the trends. So that's why, I mean, we're always in similar conversations with the girls that we work with. But specifically, she'll come to me or I'll see something on our social media. I'm like, how in the world does she know this is trending? I don't understand. So um, she found um, this app where people could anonymously write us a question. And then 
our job is to basically post that question and respond to it on our social media, specifically Instagram. So there was a question that Mary brought to my attention, and I was like, this would be a really cool podcast episode. So today, that's what we're going to share is we're going to read a question and then talk about talk about it from almost a point of our, our own story. I feel like well, that's, that's what the question is. It is. At. So we will talk about it from our we own will, point of view. But we haven't really specifically talked in depth about our own stories. So we're excited to share a little bit more about who Jill and Mary are as people and why it's led us to why we love Girls Mentorship. And realistically, we're not going to get into all of that because this would be a 54-hour podcast. So we're going to take it with a grain of salt and give snippets of, I think, just chapters in our life that led us here. Um, Because there's going to be a lot more than this one episode we'll be able to handle. Absolutely. So we'll see where this crazy train goes for now, and we can expand on it at a later date. So... The question that was posed was, what was the hardest, scariest thing you both had to grow through as young girls? We want the tea as to what inspired you to do this. And I think that's a really good call out because you don't just go from your desk job pushing pencils at corporate to wanting to inspire girls to do, be, have, grow into more. Um, I think there is definitely a lot of personal experience that we have drawn from in order to create that business, this business. And um, it's pretty, it's not lost on me how incredible our stories are and how they have both led to this moment in time. I agree. I get asked all the time from family and friends, like, well, what inspired you to start this? And honestly, I know we say this all the time, but it's truly we needed who we are for the girls that we work with at their age. So when I read this question, the first thing that popped into my mind was when my parents got a divorce. My parents got a divorce at I was 18. So I was just leaving to college. So my whole life, I had my mom and dad's relationship as an example to me. I had a beautiful upbringing. And when I left to go to ASU, I then learned that my parents were going through some marital problems. I had no idea. They never expressed it to my brother and I. So I felt like not only am I leaving my hometown and my parents and what has always been so comfortable to me, but now they're dropping this really big bomb on me. Um, This honestly kind of, it was a little traumatic to learn that my parents of 25 years was going to get a divorce and I'm moving to a new city. I don't know anybody. And what do I do with this information? So the hardest thing for me as an 18 year old girl was I have no idea how to process my feelings. I was never taught how to process my feelings. I was of the the generation of if you cry, don't let anyone see you cry or just lift up that big hairy rug and <laughs> sweep it under. Well, and I want to point out that that really is kind of a millennial trait. Um, we really did grow up in a generation that was pick yourself up by your bootstraps, rub some dirt on it. You're going to be fine. It is cool to be in a generation now that has so much help 
an overabundance of help, if right. you will, in terms of how to deal with your feelings, going to therapy, online, in person, chat, do this. There's a lot of resources available now to where our generation, it really didn't feel like there was. Yeah. So I remember in that moment, because sometimes you like remember the moment, like that moment for me, I decided that I needed to be perfect. And I also couldn't show my true emotions and feelings. And in that moment, I also decided every male was going to do those things that my dad did to my mom, which was cheat. So I I had written off any type of male friendship, any potential relationship. I decided if my dad could do something to my mom like that, have an infidelity, I have no trust in anyone that is of the opposite gender. So that was me going to school. Um, you can probably, let, we'll fast forward the track a little bit. You can imagine that I didn't keep a relationship. Yes, I had boyfriends here and there, but um, I always joke with Mary and I always joke with the girls when I bring up this specific example or my, my part of my story is um, my boyfriend's <laughs> My boyfriends would be like, you know what? I just don't think this is working. Um, and I'm like, oh, thank God. Yes, it totally is you. It's definitely not me. And it happened again and again and again. And I had to like look at myself finally in my early 20s and ask, is it really me? Am I the one that's causing the distress in the relationship? Am I the one that would bring on unexpected fights? Because again, I had no tools in my tool belt to help me process or deal with how I felt at the ripe young age of 18. So what did I do? I finally got introduced to personal growth and development. That was the first time when I was at Lululemon, I had a company pour back into me by saying, hey, we have this awesome weekend. It's a personal growth and development conference. We would love for you to go. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm perfect. Mm -hmm. I don't need the help. But sure, if it's part of the gig, I want to be a team player, I'll go. And honestly, that was when I felt like I almost like I got like a sense of freedom. It was like, oh, my gosh, I'm the one that's creating these stories about myself and my relationships and with certain people in my life. I'm the one that has the choice to either bring those feelings on and hold them too close to the chest where I don't want to release them. I have the choice and the freedom to, to choose who I want to be. And it was those three days that I finally said, I am letting go and I am starting again. I had no idea that I had the, the power and the choice and all of that. So for me, that's the, the answer to that question. And just as a refresher, the question was the hardest, scariest thing that you had to go through. Yeah. And I will just make one more point in this story was when I met my husband, Matt. He was the first person that actually called me out on my BS because I was trying to fight with him. I was trying to have him break up with me so that I could feed into the story of I'm a victim. I'm not lovable. No one um, is worthy of my love. And he finally told me that, Jill, 
I'm not your dad, and you need to let that go. I have not proven to you, I haven't proven to you that I'm not trustworthy, so give me a shot. And his honest feedback was like, whoa, you're right. Why am I bringing my past into my present? And that was also the reminder of where am I actually living? Am I living in my past or am I living in my present? So I just read the book, um, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, and it talks a lot about um, your upper limit problem. So when you are breaking through or on the cusp of getting to your next level, um, you start to do things that will sabotage your success in that way. So what I heard in your story was a lot of self-sabotage as well. Absolutely. Um, And I had no idea I was Not knowing, right? Yeah. Yeah. You said, um, I'm practically perfect in every way, which is funny because I'm named named Mary. She's not. (laughs) (laughs) But I was also drowning. I was, I had no idea. I had no, I had no idea how to hold up a mirror to myself. So what about you? (laughs) Where, Um, Where does your... Where does your story begin? Unfortunately, my story is a little bit more tumultuous, I would say, not in terms of the trauma that you experienced. Mine just started much younger. Um, I grew up in a super abusive household. I have a lot of self-deprecating humor, so I definitely joked for a long time that growing up in my household was literally like growing up on an episode of Cops straight with the jean shorts, no shirt, curly mullet, Budweiser can. It just straight from the 90s, that image is burned into my brain over and over and over and over again because my dad was physically abusive to both my mom and my brother. So I'd say twice a month at least, um, there was a phone call that would come from our home and the cops would come and arrest my dad for being drunk and disorderly or um, domestic violence against my mom or my brother. So I feel like my childhood was very interesting in the sense that we looked like the perfect family. It was my mom and dad were married. My dad was very um, tenacious and charismatic, and everyone liked him as a person. So he was the center of attention during parties, and everyone would call and, "Hey, Tommy, how's how's your dad? How's Tom?" It's like interesting the way people perceived him from who he was to us at home. So there was a lot just as. Mary from conception to about age 10 that I am not sure I've even to this day really reconciled. Um, I've gone through a ton of therapy. Thankfully, my mom had the foresight to get me the help I needed when I needed it. But even looking ahead to what we're doing now and what we hear so many times from parents is Therapy is great to a point, and I agree. Therapy was wonderful, but it was scary. It was scary to be a little girl telling a stranger all of my woes because I didn't know necessarily who that person was or if they were going to be able to help me. Um, And I look at the people that Jill and I are now. Now, we're not therapists. We're not trained to diagnose or prescribe medication. But what we are really good at is holding space, holding space for girls struggling with the same things that I struggled with in terms of 
needing to learn lessons from what was going on around me. As terrible as an upbringing as I had, my dad presented such a beautiful lesson to me in the male energy that I really didn't want around who I was um, growing up or in my future, in future relationships and whatnot. So I would say that first quarter of my life really painted such a beautiful picture that I didn't know then of where we are now, of of why it matters to me to help the little girl that I was then. Oh, every time, I mean, I've heard Mary share this multiple times, and every time she shares it, I just think of that little girl. And what I want to say in this is that we've done the work and why we're so passionate about this work is because just because you've had trauma or you've struggled really in friendship or relationships or in understanding your identity, it doesn't have to be your story. But in order to overcome the pain you have to learn the tools. You have to learn the strategies because we don't sit here like I I am complete with what has happened in my mom and dad's relationship. I have a relationship, a really great relationship with my dad. Now, is that always going to be the case for people? It might not be. But it's not for me. I don't have a relationship with my dad and I am also complete with that. Right. But the foundation there is the fact that we both have implemented this set of tools to know what patterns of behavior have served us and what have not. We talk a lot about programming, right? Mm -hmm. There's this old wives tale of um, a husband sees his wife cutting off the ends of the of a pot roast and she puts it in the oven. He says, honey, why, do, why are you doing that? She goes, I don't know. My mom did it. So call up mom. Um, why is your daughter cutting off the ends of the pot roast? Well, I don't know. My mom did it. So we call grandma. Grandma, why is grandma and my mom cutting off the ends of the pot roast? And she says, well, because my oven was too small. So we do things passed down generationally to us without questioning why. I think as much as we were the generation of pick yourself up by your bootstraps, rub some dirt on it, we're also the generation that now questions our behaviors and our actions and our attitudes towards things because it's not serving us. Oh, my goodness. That's why we do what we do. We get to help girls who we once were and say, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And let and us- even if it's not in that moment... It's about getting through the storm to see why you had to weather the storm on the other side. Absolutely. There's always, that's why this podcast is called What's the Lesson? There's always a lesson in it. And as much as I needed a mirror held up to myself to question, why am I acting this way? Or why, why am I pretending that everything's okay when I actually need help? That's Mary and I, we can smell it. We can see it from a mile away with the girls that we sit down with. And when we can break down the walls and be vulnerable with them, like share our story to relate to them and let them know that we know what they're experiencing, that's when we get to see their true self. And we get to work through 
issues that might seem really small, but to them, it's, it's enormous. It's monumental. And when we get to help them work through it, we know that they're going to have a new skill set to then carry in the next time that something like that happens. Well, and that's the ultimate goal, right? We want to be able to shorten the gap for them. And what we mean by that is there were situations and there will be situations, but specifically in my past that I can remember bled into every other area of my life and kept me down for a very long time. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. There is a period of grieving or bereaving that needs to happen. Mm -hmm. However, we want for the next time that thing comes around for the girls to be more equipped to handle it so it doesn't bleed over into every other area of their life so they don't stay down for months at a time so they can really handle what they're going through in a healthy, positive way. And that's how it impacts their life in a healthy, positive manner moving forward. So our challenge to you is ask yourself the question, What was the moment in your life that you really kind of came to the realization that you wanted to grow from that experience? Maybe it was in a relationship or maybe it was in a job. Maybe it was in your childhood. But I guarantee you, if you take the time to reflect back and figure out when it was to say, you know what, I'm going to stop the pattern For my children, when was that? Because sometimes we don't even take the time to acknowledge or celebrate how far we've come. And if you've never been a part of that conversation or thought about it, take a second. Take a second to figure out why are you the person that you are? Because you don't need to start an organization like we've started, but you can draw from your experiences and say, okay, I didn't like being treated that way, so I'm not going to treat people the way that I once felt. It can be small little gestures in your day to truly make an impact within our community. And with that, we will bring more experiences of who Jill and I are to this podcast. I know we sprinkle them in here and there, but we don't, we really haven't talked much about our history. So from zero to 34, zero to 36, <laughs> where we are now, because very small snippets of of who we are and why this work matters. So stay tuned for next episodes around why this work matters. We hope you enjoy the rest of your day, you guys, and we'll talk to you soon. We say this every time, but wow, what a powerful episode. These conversations always leave us feeling so fired up and inspired. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in with us. If you're looking for more, head over to girlsmentorship.com slash WTL for the show notes. And if you felt as inspired by listening to this conversation as we did having it, we would be ecstatic if you'd advocate for us in one or all of the next three ways. One, by sharing this episode with a friend or on your social media. Two, by heading over to iTunes and leaving us a rating and an honest review. And three, by following us on social media. This community is full of movers and shakers. We share ideas, we ask questions. So if you're interested, we've linked our Instagram account as well as our exclusive community on Facebook in the show notes. Until next time, you guys, remember, the more you know, the better you do.
And this bomb-ass episode was sponsored by Girls Mentorship.